Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. G'day, Coxie. G'day, Wazza. Sunday morning. How was you sleeping this morning? I don't sleep in, you know that. It's impossible to sleep in. <laughs> I'm finding it hard not to. I think I might have mentioned in yesterday's Tradie Rona cast. G'day, listeners, by the way. Welcome Hello. to the Tradies in Business Tradie Rona cast. Tradie Rona cast. <laughs> the Tradie Rona cast. We need a new jingle. Yeah. Uh,. I just want to get rid of this bloody Rona bullshit and get on with life again. Do you think life will ever be normal? Uh, there will be a new normal as far mm. as I'm concerned. I agree. I think we're already we're already in a new normal. Yes. Do you reckon, I'll go back to the whole sleeping thing in a second. Do you reckon people are going to be so used to standing three or four metres apart from each other that we're all going to have these massive social, uh, personal bubbles when we're out in society? I don't know. I actually like it. I, I'm not big on being... Bodily fluids? Of, yeah, no, I don't like those at all. But <laughs> I, unless, to go to a concert, for example, I need to have a couple of drinks to relax or I'm going to turn around and punch someone for getting too close to me. I don't oh like... Oh, my gosh, yes. Close. So um, yeah. I, I'm, I, for one, really enjoy a bit of personal space. Thank you very much. So hopefully it <laughs> sticks around. Yeah, it'll be interesting, actually. Uh, I've seen some funny shit online, which I try and stay away from online a bit because we're on there a lot for uh, the Tradies in Business podcast and the group and the trade desk and the drawing boards and the tradiepreneurs. Holy crap, we spend some time online, Coxie. We do. Which has been fun because I currently don't have any internet. So well, we're doing this via a mobile phone connection. Uh, so we're managing pretty well, considering we're about... 2,000 kilometres and the width of the Bass Strait away from each other. Which I will never be sailing across. I don't do well on choppy waters. Oh, no. We had, a, we had a nice, smooth trip. It Did was, you? Uh, yeah. It was Amy's first, uh, my wife, go on the of Tasmania. Mm. And uh, we had the dock and both cars and the camper trailer and the rest of the shit that we couldn't fit in the shipping container all shoved in the cars. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was, I think, one to two metre swell, um, less than half a metre seas, so it was only light chop, and you're on a massive ship. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was hardly any rocking and rolling, and it was a really good trip. Good. Oh, dolphins. Oh, lovely. I do love right. dolphins and whales. Pop dolphins a few times, um, skipping alongside this huge ship, so... When we were in, um, down the coast, this is very uncorona related, but when we were down the <laughs> coast, well, there was a pod of, or there were a couple of separate pods. There must have been about 50 dolphins. There were heaps running hmm. in and out the waves with the surfers. It was when um, the cyclone was off the coast. So the surf ah, was actually quite yes. yucky. Yeah, yeah. But they were having a fat old time. Anyway, that's not corona related. Surf's up, dolphin. Yeah. Anywho, um, I don't know. I'll go back to the sleeping thing because I lost my train of thought. Maybe I've got the Rona and it's destroyed my brain. You could what do. What was left of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm finding it really hard not to sleep in. I'm not a sleep in kind of a guy. When I wake up, it's bleh, out of bed. 
and generally that happens at about 5am, 10 to 5 every day. But because we're so far south, and then you chuck in daylight savings as well, which mm. thankfully finishes this weekend. Um, Today? Oh, crap. I better change the clocks. <laughs> I'm surprised we actually managed to hook up at the right time. <laughs> Me too. Um, but uh, even even without daylight savings, the sun gets up so damn late down here. Yes. Like, you know, seven o'clock late. Is it uh, lighter later? Mm, it is during the warmer months, but coming into winter, the days are pretty short down here. Are they? So the days well, you are, are on the bottom of the earth. Very short. Yes, we're down on the, the arse end of the earth down here. <laughs> you are. Beautiful place, though. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting – my body's a bit confused. It's like, dude, it's dark. Why are you getting up? I'm like, because it's 5 o'clock. <laughs> Uh, and that's when I always get up. <laughs> but it's been really nice because I get to watch the sun come up every morning over my coffee. That would be nice. So that is a nice change. That would be very anyway, nice. That's got fuck all to do with the Rona. So oh, no. We're, we're, yep. Um, I don't want to talk about Rona every day, though. Can well, we talk about something else? How about we talk about positivity? P- positivity? Positivity. Yes, Let's talk I'd about like being to positive. About, let's be positive, Coxie. Well, listeners, first, listeners, we're going to be positive. No, Sorry, we're Coxie. not. We're going to be negative first, then we're going to be positive. Because I have had an absolute shit load of fed upness this last couple of days with everybody's complaining. And I don't mean that their complaints may not be valid, but I think that we are, as a society, we're very good at complaining. And yeah. we're spending far too much time dwelling in the negative rather than looking to some of the positives. And sure, I understand for some people, you know, they may be, they've lost their job or they've lost uh, the ability to connect and that's difficult for their mental health or, um, you know, there's many of negative things in this time, but there are some really positive things happening as well. Like, like what? Well... <laughs> Can we look at the government's response? I think they're doing a fantastic job. I'll put it out Come there. Come on. You're not going to say positive things about the government, are you, Coxie? I actually am. My I goodness. really am. I, hang on. Yes, we're recording this. I'm going to record this for posterity <laughs> so I can play it back to you in two years' time. It's like, remember that time you said nice things about ScoMo? Yeah, it might not last for long. But I have to say <laughs> that I feel that the government, and to their credit, so has the opposition, done a really good job of confronting the issues, dealing with them as swiftly as possible, trying to be fact-based rather than bowing to public pressure, um, giving us as much as they're able to. I'm, I hate to think what will come after. Rona passes on her merry little way. But the Rona hangover. The Rona hangover will be wide and deep and long. But it's necessary. We need to be giving the assistance where the assistance is due. We need to be making some of these hard and fast decisions about whether we're allowed outside or not. None of them are popular, but they need to be done. So I want to um, maybe actually say the government's doing a good thing. You can send the hate mail to hello at tradiesandbusiness.com.au and we'll share this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That is a real email address, by the way, listeners. (laughs) And it's, it's tough, Coxie, because I think it's a bit of a national sport in Australia to bag the government. No matter yeah, who's in, no matter what they're doing. Yep. And and then you look back, and I was having this conversation with someone the other day. I can't remember who it was. Um, 
because we don't we don't actually talk to many people here at the moment because we're in ISO. <laughs> yes. And and uh, uh, dead set of, uh, dinner with some of our friends via fucking FaceTime soon because we can't make any friends down here. Like we're not we're not moving around society. You know how you move to a new area and you bump mm-hmm. into people at the local shop or the servo or where you get your horse feed from and you have a bit of a chat. Well, that's all non-existent. Yes. So I've made friends with, um, there's a duck that comes and visits our property. I've made friends with the duck. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope you're I not going to eat the poor duck. <laughs> no, but Baxter, the wonder dog, um, he did find the duck nest and he seems to have consumed most of the eggs. Oh, poor duckies. <laughs> uh, but it meant I didn't have to feed him for a day, so we oh, saved some good. money there. Good, good. Um, even just getting dog food was a pain in the ass. Anyway, back to politics. I was chatting to someone about um, the the national sport of hating on the government. Yeah, and still at it. Yeah, and we're really quick to bag out the leaders, the decision makers, and not just in politics, mm-hmm. but sadly and perhaps frustratingly so. As a populace, we do it without really understanding how complicated it is and what the impacts of it are. And it came out of uh, a bit of a bit of whinging about the um, Centrelink payments that have been doubled essentially for yes. job seekers. I think um, for New Start and. It was the usual bitching and moaning. It's like, oh, they don't even work. You know, why would you increase their, their wage and give them more money for doing the same thing they were doing before? It's not like their cost of living's gone up and blah, blah, whinge, whinge, government's shit. I could do a better job myself. And I said, yeah, look, it's, it's, it's an interesting decision. And, you know, you've got to think about, well, why would they have done that? And yes. what else is behind that? Yes. Um. Because those people are going to spend that money with businesses and then those businesses are going to have money to keep their employees on who are not on Centrelink, who will then hopefully spend that money back in the economy. It was basically just a quick, easy way to get more money out in the economy via a group of people who don't save money. They spend everything they get. Exactly. And there was a moment of silence while the person I was chatting with just pondered that. <laughs> yep. And I think the silence was like, fuck you, was uh, <laughs> making so much sense. <laughs> it's true though, right? Because we tend to do that. Like we were talking about a couple of episodes, not checking the facts. We often rely on what we feel rather than looking to what the facts are. Why are they doing what they're doing? Why are they making the decisions they're making? The truth is we won't know a lot of the facts because they're not for us to know. Us mere mortals will not know what the government knows. And it's probably good that we don't. We'd be either more frightened or, well, they're talking about six Rioting. months. I think we'd be quite frightened. <laughs> but the point is, things are being, decisions are being made by people that, whether we like it or we don't, we deem to be the decision makers for our country. And I happen to think at the moment they're doing a bloody good job. And I think that the opposition is doing a great job in support of that. Rather than using this as a political opportunity, they're using it as an opportunity yeah. to show um, and create strength in that leadership. I, I 
think that right now we should be very proud to be Australians. I've I've been um, quietly uh, pleased with the way both houses of government have actually both sides of politics, not government, um, have actually collaborated. We I talked agree. about this in one of our previous uh, Trady Runacast episodes about um, collaborating rather than taking the piss out of the competition. And here is a classic example where, you know, they've they've set aside their political differences and their usually childish um, and immature sniping of each other and they're actually getting shit done. And mm. and like you said, like I'm I'm more proud to be an Australian now than I have been for a long time. Mm. And I I wonder if this might be some good stuff comes out of this where, you know, uh, we, we people look back in hindsight and retrospect at leaders like John Howard and Paul Keating and Bob Hawke and those people were despised. Those were. leaders were despised when yeah. they were in power. John Howard got so much hate. And whether you're a Liberal or Labor voter, it doesn't really matter. For some of the things that he brought in in this country and, you know, he led the gun control reforms and a lot of financial reforms and, you know, changes to banking, as did Keating. And I think listeners would probably sheepishly admit, well, the ones that are old enough anyway, um, to hating those prime ministers and treasurers. And yet... You look at the commentary now and overwhelmingly there's this fond recollection of those times and those leaders and the amazing shit they did for this country in difficult times. And I suspect that, you know, there's a chance we'll look back on this time uh, and I think Australia is really leading the way in how to deal with this. I'm sure we're more isolated, but I actually think they've acted fairly quickly um, it's been really hard and tough and, you know, tradies in business has been affected as a business. Um, mm. uh, I know yours and my other businesses have been affected, Coxie. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're feeling some pain as well. And I actually think like you that, that, uh, you know, if, if everyone stopped for a minute and pulled our heads out of our asses and got off the whingy train and actually had a look at how complex this has been to deal with. How do you stop a pandemic without destroying the national economy? Like they don't go together. No, it's an, I, yeah, it messes with my head, and uh, I can't, I can't even imagine the depth of the decisions that needs to need to be made, because it's I think like, yeah. we don't understand as mere mortals, or we don't look to as mere mortals. I feel that we could certainly understand, but I don't know that we look to the impact financially you and i were talking about this months ago and our mm. concern was always the financial impact not the health yeah. impact no and i think i think you can even go back in previous episodes where we spoke about that and we oh, only absolutely. know a tip of the iceberg we don't really understand how many of these decisions are impacting how many people and what then the follow-on might be and the government would already have a fair idea of how long this is going to go for so they've got to temper things where we might feel negatively about some of those decisions they're being made with all of us as a country, as a nation in mind. And they're, they're trying to impact and influence the behaviour of 25 million people. Yes. 
with with one policy decision with a law that's been passed or a stimulus package that you know they're going to give a certain amount of money to a particular group of people they're trying to influence 25 million individuals who all give a shit about themselves first and foremost Mm. and and you got you know a handful of people sitting in an office going how do we get these people to actually stay the fuck at home Mm. and can you imagine the stress sorry i didn't realize i sometimes we lack that's okay go for it um the stress and the strain placed on the shoulders trying to (laughs) stop it (laughs) trying to make some of those massive decisions knowing that it'll mean people's businesses have to close can you imagine how personally responsible and how horrific making those choices would be and but knowing it's for the betterment of the entire community. Businesses close and then yes. the social and personal impact on oh. families and mental health and all the other, all the hangover issues that will be here for years to come. I'm not made of strong enough stuff to make those kinds of choices. And I that. don't envy I somebody else have doing that it. job. <laughs> I wouldn't have that job for all of the COVID vaccine in China. No. <laughs> we will do conspiracy theories another day. I think that could be very interesting, especially with you. <laughs> Thank goodness we don't live in uh, in the USA, um, oh, and that we buddied up to China when we did. <laughs> uh, and I might say how um, incredible our leader looks compared to the leaders of other a few other countries. Oh, they man might be alive. the top of that tree. Yeah, and and that's. Uh, and so I guess I want to, rather than just be a, a fanboy for ScoMo, which I am not, um, and that's not the intent of this uh, this episode of the Tradies and Business podcast, but on this Sunday, just have a think about if we actually all got behind our leaders, how much easier, quicker, and more effectively could they do their job Absolutely. If if we stopped throwing rocks at them? and actually pulled in behind the leader. Have you ever been part of a team, listeners, where everyone was bitching and moaning about the leader and then something changed and often it's it's another non-appointed leader within a group that that says, okay, gang, this would probably go better if we just pulled in behind this guy or girl and just mm. like, they got a shit job. How about we all just fucking pull in behind them Get this done. I know it's not ideal, but I want to get out of here just as much as you lot do. Um, it's not perfect, but it's not bad. You know, and they're, they're doing a reasonable job. And then we can mm. worry about who's the best person for the job later. Mm. Um, and you just see that dynamic shift. Maybe some of you listening to this have had that happen in your own business teams with your staff. Uh, I think in, in some respect, to loop back to what you were saying before, Coxie, about the opposition party about labor i think that's what they've done they've got in behind scomo and that's pulling a lot more people in to go well you know what maybe they're doing a reasonable job after all and hey check out the data fuck the number of new cases is is dropping each day uh you know maybe there's a trend happening maybe we're doing a a good job and i can actually smell a little shift in the comments that i see and the tone of things online uh, so yeah, I, I think we would all do well to accept the fact that it's a shit job. No one else is able to do it at the moment. ScoMo is Johnny on the spot. I bet, 
I bet he's he's looking forward to the next election where he can say, there you go, all yours, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I retire. (laughs) It's definitely going to be a legacy, isn't it? (laughs) Um, And, you know, if we all got in behind and leaned in together, it might not be perfect, but shit, we could all get it done. Yeah, I agree. Let's just choose to look at the positives for what they are. Let's go back to fact. Yeah. There's one person making, well, there's not, there's a team, but a small team of people making some really big, serious decisions with the understanding of the financial impact, the economy, Mm. uh, jobs, workplaces, socially, mentally, as well as health. These are big decisions. I, I, yep. I think it's great. I have a I have a visual in my mind of a of a big pond, a smooth pond, and picking up a massive handful of drainage gravel, mm-hmm. tossing it up in the air so they all land in the pond at the same time, and trying to work out in advance which ripples are going to cross over and bugger up the other ripples. That's what it's like to make decisions in this environment. Oh, it'd be just horrible. I can't and, imagine the stress. And then you have a whole bunch of other people standing around the pond tossing handfuls of gravel mm. in and you're the guy or girl who's supposed to figure out all that shit. Like that's the job they're tasked with. Uh, so, yeah, I, uh, I'm i with you, Coxie. I think they're doing a bloody good job, all things considered. And um, if the rest of us just got in behind and uh, and I think – grabbed hold of the essence of what's trying to be done here, mm. I think we'd all get it over and done with quicker. I agree. Anyway, so that's Look, we're solving all the problems Sunday in the world on our corona. Yeah, yeah. What I'm going to go back it? to bed. I think that I should. I can't even get my words out properly. Trady Ronacast. Trady Ronacast. Right, I'm going for another <laughs> coffee. Surely I must need one after this. Yeah. Anyway, um, thanks for tuning in, listeners. If you're listening to this on Sunday, uh, I feel sorry for you that you're not doing something else more interesting. But <laughs> well, clearly we think we're interesting because we're creating this on a daily basis. <laughs> I know. Um, well, I'm stuck in ISO, so I can't really go anywhere or do anything else. Um, I can't even see my kid, which kind of sucks a lot. But anyway, um, if you are stuck in ISO and you want to be on the show, hit us up. Uh, tradiesinbusiness.com.au, drop us a message. If you're not in the group yet, what is wrong with you? Get in the free group on the Book of Lies, Facey, and uh, join Tradies in Business. And as Coxie busts out a yawn... No, it's early. uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, We are still running our free coupon code thing for the Trade Desk. So Mm. if if you would like a bit of help with your business at the moment through these tough times... Um, or if you want to set yourself up for the rebound, that's the part I'm excited about. Me too. Then um, it's free for you to jump into the trade desk at the moment. You just need the coupon code TRADIES for TRADIES. That is the number four in the middle there. TRADIES for TRADIES. Well, before you go through the checkout, it'll ask for a coupon. Stick that code in and you'll get a month free on us just to give you a hand. It's normally 50 bucks, so um, hop in there. And then we'll remind you before you, your free trial is up. Um, so that we don't sting you for $50 unexpectedly. So if you do want to quit and and save the 50 bucks next month, then we'll let you know in advance. So Mm. um, we just want you to get some free help. We do. uh, Take the opportunity while you can. Thanks, guys. Totes. Totes. God, here we go. Rona. (laughs) I so.
<laughs> Bye, Coxie. Bye, was. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.